Welcome to Talk About the D, the DCOM podcast where we watch all DCOMs and see what they're about, or in my case, watch them for the first time, see if they're any good. I'm Emily Keen, and as always, I have my co-host Lizzie German here. Hi, Lizzie. Hey, Emily. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And uh, we have a very special return guest, Mr. Daniel Martinez. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How are you doing? Good. I'm so excited to be back, especially talking about this movie. So much to talk about. But I'm so excited to talk to you guys again. I miss this. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always nice at the moment just to talk to anyone. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Daniel was our, um, first, our first remote guest, and we did not know. What technically, he was our first guest with oh our, oh our man, uh, right. forgotten right. episode. The like, lost episode, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Wow, I'm just a true veteran here. <laughs> but uh, yes, you were, you were our first uh, remote guest before we figured out how to do remote properly. Um, what an yes. experience. I remember mm. I recorded that episode in my car. That's right. And it was <laughs> yeah. like, I just, I had to keep the car running because the AC, it was just truly hot. And so many of my neighbors <laughs> were looking at me like, who is this psycho talking in his backseat to no one? <laughs> for, for like, for like an hour. For, yes. yeah, for like, like an hour. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. We have Daniel here to talk about uh, High School Musical, mm, mm, the only mm. DCOM that I have seen before. <laughs> so nice. thrilled to have Daniel for this. Um, I think that he's the right guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he brings the right energy and the right mindset. And We needed a fellow theater kid to fully... Yes understand what's happening Absolutely. in this movie <laughs> yes and let me tell you as a theater kid i have so many opinions <laughs> <laughs> oh me too me too yeah oh, so yeah. much and of this was like wow this is exactly my experience of doing theater in 2006 <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, <laughs> so much of it oh, for goodness. me was like oh my god is this what like a, a well-funded school is like when you <laughs> oh this this school is like well, like I, I went to a fancy private school and we did not have anything close to the facilities that they <laughs> Oh my god, right. Their theater. That theater is like a big that person incredible. theater. That's not a high yes. school theater. Yes. Like, I just oh I god. just toured of I just was at the what we call here in town the new high school, which is now three or five years old, and it looks like that. And, wow. and that to me is really interesting because this movie is fifteen years old. So the right. fact that our like brand new high school looks like their <laughs> year old high school auditorium, like as far as the like backstage area and just how nice the auditorium looks. Yeah. I yeah. mean, auditoriums like that haven't really changed in the last 15 years. Like a nice one said. still looks like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And backstage areas are generally the same as well. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I just remember being real salty about this, uh, watching Uh this in high school (laughs) because my high school had a black box theater that was like an old library and we had no, we had a stage left. We didn't have a stage right. We didn't have a backstage. (laughs) So it was like, everything was just super janky. I mean, it was really cool and intimate, but then watching this high school musical, I was like, who are these spoiled kids with this like huge theater? And I was like, I would die to have this. I mean, now my high school has a theater like that because of, you know money but right. <laughs> yeah i just at the time i was like super bitter about that yeah ours had this like i wouldn't call it a theater even though that's what they called it it was a little bit more like an auditorium but it was basically like a, a hard wooden floor and then there were like places on the side to go but it was more sort of just general corridors and (laughs) there wasn't a real backstage area we had a bunch of like flats that you could move but Ah. the actual changing rooms were you had to leave the theater and go to the classrooms next door and then they would set those up as like uh, changing areas Uh. and stuff and then there was like there was like one like actual backstage um like area with mirrors and lights and stuff but it was tiny like the the mirror space you could probably have only enough for like five people so it wasn't wasn't at all helpful for like you know a school musical where you got 30 plus kids or something right right um, Wow. And it all, it also had the the seats could be moved back to make like a giant floor auditorium mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. oh of course yeah. like 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 they do with uh with basketball um gym sometimes but but this wasn't used for basketball at all so. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but it could have been is what is what uh they they're clearly keeping their options open sounds like yeah it right. could, what we what we used it for was like dancing classes in year nine and ten like yeah with the, with the yeah. boys school down the road because of course i went to an all-girls school so. right right oh my god that's right so i was just gonna say both didn't both of you go to single gender mm-hmm. um yes schools for high yeah. school yeah or yes. maybe for more than high school but for yeah almost all of my schooling i started there oh in really second grade yeah okay. oh i had no idea yeah mm-hmm. well let wow. me tell you this movie is exactly what it's like to be in a co-ed school yes to be in a co-ed school literally mirror to reality so so would you say my my question is always when we watch these movies is this accurate to your american high school experience because it's very foreign to me uh no way (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is not even remote i mean i certainly <laughs> went to a school we had classes we sat at desks etc yes. etc but um that tracks that tracks yeah. the but number of times that i've had to ask like you guys or rob or just anyone i know here mm-hmm. about their high school experience because my only frame of reference is movies and tv and yeah. i could see that it's very exaggerated and not accurate yeah yes. <laughs> exactly um, I can't even begin. I don't even know where I would start as far as like, yeah, the similarities are basically in, in what I just listed. And then it departs <laughs> right. pretty significantly after that, I would say. But the, um, the one thing that I do think, like, even though I feel like not all schools have this same 
like level of activity. I think the thing that I, <laughs> I miss, like, extracurriculars. <laughs> yeah, like it's extra- like, so, like so many, so many clubs and extracurriculars, and then they all seem to have just endless money. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like they can do whatever. Like all of these like major competitions on campus at once. But I like I was gonna like I do miss like. I don't know that energy of like a Friday when like there's like a big game or like, you know, something going on and there's like that energy throughout the school, like that part I got. And I like kind of miss that because I just miss doing stuff with people. Um, <laughs> that's that's a part that is very foreign to me because and actually, sports... me too. Not to cut you off, but actually, that was okay. also that's also not true for my. And I think that's really interesting because that's that is obviously like a school. That's like that's a difference even between the schools that Daniel and I went to. Well, so um, did your school, Lizzie, have any kind of big sports? things happening because that was absolutely not a thing for ours or even the the really? all-boys school um that we kind of shared stuff wow. with they like well you didn't do sports on friday ever they always oh. played on saturday mornings against Whoa. other schools Interesting. So, so no one would go to those games except for parents like okay yeah interesting um that's fascinating um uh yeah daniel what what did you guys play was it basketball or was it football uh we had a big football uh crew i mean every like uh, uh, my high school was the obnoxious high school that was like we're number one in any sport we play like we're just amazing um Mm. but like our bread and butter was the football team a lot of our football uh players have gone on to have like successful NFL careers. So that's just kind of like the the main thing. And then my class in particular had a bunch of like the football stars. I think there were like five of them, but like, I could not tell you who they are now. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so football was like a big thing. And um, we also like we, our school is right next to, or not right next to, but very close to the airport in our city. Um, so because of that we and this has a point i promise Um, (laughs) but because of that we we like our our school like football field was not allowed to have like huge lights because it's just too distracting for the um for the but the pilots and whatnot so we only have the only football games that we host on our campus are like freshman football games that happen during the day, which is like really sad because no one goes and um, (laughs) like Saturday morning games, but the big like Friday night varsity junior varsity games, we held them at San Jose city college. Uh, So it felt like a much bigger deal than like just a high school game because they had obviously at the college had like a huge stadium and it was just filled with people. So those football games were like the big event and they always made such a big deal out of them. They had like, you know, if there was a, a big game, we had a rival. So if we were playing our, you know, rival team, then mm-hmm. that Friday we would have a pep rally and then everyone would just be like, well, like go team go. And it was just like, yeah, that energy, that super macho energy. Wow. Sure. Sure. We we uh, had the the big sport at, at my school. Well, I wouldn't say big. It was more that we had several like junior Olympic level cross-country runners like oh and and, like triathletes and stuff but but again we just knew that they were doing that nobody went 
to watch them other than that (laughs) well because we we had like house sports because you know the house system is a thing in australia yeah what's the house thing like like harry potter style um Uh, oh oh. Oh, yes (laughs) okay so i was picturing like an actual like house (laughs) going on in like you have when when you come to the school you are put into a house and then they have a bunch of different events every year for house points and then you win like like a house cup kind of thing at the end of the year that's mm-hmm. that was a thing that we had like um wow. and that's quite standard for australian or any schools i think that sort of follow more of the british styles like um you have right. a house and that's it's not i mean obviously we didn't live with a house because it's not a boarding school but like right no one did anyone care nearly as much about it as they do on something like harry potter but um what was your house it, called? I was actually in Daniel House. Were you really? <laughs> it was Daniel with two L's, though. Um, oh, boo. We were, light, we were light blue. <laughs> um, well, it was, I think all of the house names at our school was names, last names of former principals. Um, sure. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, mine was light blue. We were very good at debating and performing arts. We nice. rarely want anything to do with sports because they put all of those cross country runners in the one house. Like, mm. so, yeah. So now, they won me, all you, the sports. Were you cho- were you sorted into that house with a hat type? <laughs> <system>? <laughs> no, you were more just sort of randomly assigned. I think they even asked me like, "What colors do you like?" And I said blue. And <laughs> really, not like, even by I, interest, but by color. <laughs> color. No, it was very, That's very so random. Easy. If you wow. had a sibling in that house. House, they would put you in the same house. Um, it was extremely random. Uh, but I'm kind of glad because the, the colors were light blue, dark blue, white, and red. So I got, I was Whoa. a light blue house. Um, oh, the, the, those are the different house colors. I thought that was your one yeah. house. Like, the no, different no, no, no. Colors. Those were like, the four, fine. those were the four houses. Those were the different colors. I see, my, I see. My brother's school started with four houses, and then by the time he had finished, they had like eight or maybe even more than that because his school was a lot bigger than mine. Um, oh. And their colors were crazy. His his house was purple was their color. Like, wow. That's a choice. My, my favorite though was when they added new houses and one of them was called Friend. <laughs> <laughs> friend. Oh my God. That's I'm such a lazy house. naming. <laughs> friend house. I'm going to my friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i would have so much fun making fun of that yeah. but yeah so that's uh that was our kind of system we had the house system uh that's so interesting well not that this is not this is very interesting <laughs> but we should probably get into this movie we talk um, about the movie yeah so this yeah, this is the only DCOM I have actually seen before mm-hmm. because it came out after we got Disney Channel. Um, right. And But I remember sort of watching it in secret because it was right at the time where I was still really emo but mm-hmm. <laughs> was starting to go very into theatre and, like, musicals. So... I that must didn't have been a want... tough time for you. You were between yeah, I d- two I didn't worlds. want people to know that I wanted to watch High School Musical. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. It was the same for me because I was slightly too old. Daniel, what about you? 
what was it yeah it yeah i agree it was like right at that age where it's like you don't want people to know you're still watching disney channel but you still watch disney mm. channel Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yep. it was like kind of shameful but also i also couldn't hide it for long because my parents threw me a high school musical themed birthday party my freshman year oh my god so, <laughs> uh, so everyone knew i was Thanks, like mom and gonna... dad. that is hilarious <laughs> good lord i mean yeah it was great and but, your parents yeah, I... would have gone like all out too like... oh yes. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, they did. Oh. They had a slideshow and everything. And like yeah. a, it was very cute. It was a slideshow that showed me and my sister from when we were like babies and like every birthday up until now. And then it oh. was like set to the song, We're All in This Together. Fabulous. I feel like I have a memory of either having to perform all in this together at some point or like Ooh. it was played at something important but I can't <laughs> remember what it would be because I didn't by the time it came out I had stopped doing some of the performing things where we would do stuff like that so I'm like where where was it that we had to do this song I'm like I can't remember <laughs> but I, I had like you know when you have those like vivid half memories where you're like yes. I remember doing something but I cannot remember where or why or what like right it's... all the time yep. yeah I mean that like after High School Musical and especially we're all in this together it just I feel like that song in particular kind of blew up and it made a lot of like references in like other things like i remember um modern family referenced it in their pilot episode oh yeah yeah a lot of like i feel like that also would have been a very big corporate bonding thing to do for any like work on a work retreat just like we're all in this together like (laughs) so yeah i mean i feel like we all are probably in that ptsd state where we're just like where have I heard this? <laughs> this is just yeah. like, did I learn yeah. the choreography for this or did I dream it? It's like, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I thinking? Um, there are several articles if you, uh, I did not read them in depth, but there are, if you Google just eight, you know, high school musical articles, there are a lot of articles about the, um, why this has been so pervasive. Why mm. this decom blew up the way that it did. Um, and, uh, I think we could talk about that amongst ourselves, but I, I, it is interesting to me, um, because other high, other, um, Disney Channel movies have been set in high schools. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, we haven't had a lot of musicals though. Absolutely not. I I absolutely think that that's part of it. And I do think it's like, well, I don't know. I think Zac Efron was a big get oh yeah um he i think it was a big deal Hudgens is not is not that i'm sorry for however (laughs) whatever she does now but she is she's not like she zach efron has like a charisma uh yeah i mean he's really the only person from this whole movie that has gone on to like still be a thing sure (laughs) sure yeah yeah. And um, I also just I, I just have to make a quick aside. I so I feel like someone else made this joke and I it's not mine, but I have to like <laughs> give a shout out to Zach Efron for really just 
staying relevant to my male interests like every stage of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he, updating his when look. I was yeah. yes, when I was in high school and he was in high school musical, that's the exact type of man that I was into. And then as we've grown every single look that he's adopted, he is just like exactly my taste and he has mm-hmm. never not been my type of man and I just <laughs> It was just so interesting seeing what he looks like now and then going back in time and seeing what he started out with. I was like, oh, goodness yeah. gracious. I mean, gracious. This, the hairstyle of this movie, it, it wasn't ever exactly my taste, but it was definitely the like main cool dude hairstyle of 2006. Absolutely. Like, oh my God, yes. Absolutely. That, that long sort of sweeping hairstyle like mm-hmm. one of my best friends now husband had that for many years um, <laughs> like like it was a thing for a long time that look mm-hmm. like, yes mm-hmm. and i was so um, upset that i could never have that type of hairstyle because my hair is just not that texture it doesn't yeah. fall it's like too thick i had many identity crises where i was like why can't i have the moppy swoopy hairstyle and it's so, just i've only ever seen that on <laughs> caucasian men i think it has to be the I, I don't know. Yeah. I suspect I, think so. there. I suspect yeah. I could get it because I think they probably have the same hair as I do, which is <laughs> like, it's that thin, wispy Celtic hair that <laughs> just like just has no volume, it falls. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. Perhaps. That's what I wanted to sign up for. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think you're better off without it, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's been a learning process. I, I appreciate my hair now, but definitely high school Daniel was having many identity crises, many straighteners bought. Oh, Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I had straighteners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was... Oof. My hair has gotten straighter as I've gotten older, though, so I don't use it anymore. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. I wonder if that is nice. I used to have these really cool waves, but of course, as a teenager, I thought they were lame. But now as an adult, I'm like, they would look really pretty, but nope, it just goes straight now. It's it's lost its vibrancy. (laughs) Um, We haven't talked about the movie. Uh, We haven't, but aren't we just having such a great time? Aren't we just? We are. We really are. I do want to, before we jump into the movie. Before we jump into the movie, I I do want to bring up uh, the recent uh, Zac Efron dad bod controversy, (laughs) which ridiculous. First of all, the two pictures they show, I'm like, he literally looks exactly the same in these two pictures. I know, and it's just in one, he hasn't shaved his chest and he's been drinking water. (laughs) That's that's the difference. He looks exactly the same. But then also when you read the article that was going around, it's like, oh, they, they've they actually just misunderstood that the kids are calling him a daddy. And right. Thought, and thought that that oh. meant he has a dad bod. And I'm like, no, it means like, he's really no. hot. Okay, <laughs> that makes more sense. Bless. Yes. Bless. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure because the only thing that I've ever called about Zac Efron is that he is a daddy. He does mm-hmm. not have a dad bod. Because if mm-hmm. that's a dad bod, I'm quitting. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he's just hairy. He just hasn't shaved his chest, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. honestly I think makes him look better. But like, sure. I mean, I love a hairy chest. But yeah, he talked about that look he had in Baywatch. 
The only way to look like that is literally you can't, you have to be dehydrated. Like, that's what bodybuilders do. It's, oh. it's right. not, it's not at all like natural or healthy. Like, yeah. That's, and he yeah, talks about disgusting. that, that uh, footage is going around of him talking about how he didn't eat carbs for like eight years. And he's, yeah. oh. he's like, so happy he's eating carbs again. And he like starts crying. Oh he has quite a he has quite a sad like backstory really in that he pretty much he got this massive fame and then he went massively into substance and alcohol abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh. And his way of getting out of that was he started like obsessively working out and mm-hmm. like and like being obsessive about his food and that. So now he's sort of in a healthier place where he's eating normally and not being obsessive like that and people but then people are giving him shit about it because he doesn't look as ripped as he did and it's like yeah but who gives a fuck right he's he's not playing a superhero (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like back off yeah my man (laughs) (laughs) Um, right yes let's get into this movie so can is anyone else familiar with the ski resort teen New Year's Eve party? Because that was <laughs> not that was not something I was familiar with. Um, so I think that I've never been on a cruise, but I think that when you go on a cruise, there are activities for mm-hmm. for kids that mm-hmm. get your parents get you away from your parents, or more specifically, your parents away from you. So yes. that they can be grown-ups. On... So you think the ski resort has similar things? That like... is what I have always figured was the case, so that they could, like, serve alcohol and the parents could go to a party. I think that it's not... I don't think that they made it up for the movie. I don't know if right. it's really common at ski resorts. I think that it is a thing that exists in certain, like, vacations. Yeah, because parent, parents want to drink. They want to have a good time. They, they don't do. want to worry about where their kids are. I guess I like, was kind of surprised by how many teenagers there were at the ski resort. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Now, that's a, that's a fair... That's there fair, was, like, say. at least 100 kids of yeah. around the same age at mm-hmm. this party that they had, which yeah, was also just many. strange, like... The song that they sang, well, we meant to believe that that's like a popular, like pop song, and they're yes. just doing karaoke. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's also a question I had. Because they, <laughs> they just perfectly harmonized as soon as they started singing. <laughs> well, yes. So, yeah, it's supposed to be obviously in the world of high school musical, the high school musical cinematic universe. That's a well known <laughs> song. Um, yeah. In addition uh, to Twinkle Town being a well, I guess Kelsey wrote Twinkle Town. Yes, but I also had a lot of questions about Twinkle Town. Twinkle Town, I could talk about for two hours. Which yeah. which one is Twinkle Town? Twinkle Town is the is the name of the uh, musical. That they oh, are the musical. okay, okay. The the musical. Yes, and My you God. only know that. I've always missed that. You only know that if you read the poster, which I miss that every time they showed the poster for signups. It says oh, Twinkle okay. Town. I thought they were just using that as like a pejorative for like whatever yeah. fucking musical they're doing, but it's actually called Twinkle Town. Yeah, uh, with a and I because 
Because I remember catching a little bit when in the the library scene, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but with um, uh, Corbin Blue and Zach, what's Corbin Blue's character's name? I, Chad. I Chad. Chad. Okay. Chad. Chad. With Troy and Chad in the library, and uh, he's saying like, "You're gonna be wearing a leotard in Twinkle Town," and I was like, "Oh, you're just making generalizations, bud." But then right. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, that's the name of the musical." Yes, apparently, apparently so. Um, Right, and we I sent Keen an article that is a BuzzFeed published article called What the Fuck is the Musical in High School Musical About? And it tries to piece together what the plot the, could be. The songs are extremely generic. For- because the songs are yeah, so confusing and also the set pieces like the moon the tree yes. and the camel specifically yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah, what what is this like, is i was like on? i want to know what story in what musical would we're soaring we're flying exist in the same breath as pop 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 to like i que fabulosa well, i was like what and performed by the same character i, I thought i thought the pop to the top do we think that Bop to the Top is a song from this musical, or is that just their audition song? I That's think what that I you thought. have to. I don't understand. I thought that they always had to, because this was something that obviously, that, well, I guess this did happen in You have to perform a song from the musical. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I but usually they, thought, if they're going to do that, usually they give you one song and everyone has to do the same song. Otherwise, you have to do a song you are from correct. a different musical. Like, you are yeah. correct, but there are many things that are not one-to-one you know right i Um, also wouldn't put it past sharpay and ryan to just decide to do their own song as an audition because yeah that's that's just on brand for them so i feel like it could go either way yeah you know what back to the top was a a strange song like very very strange like upsetting i would go as far as to say that it's upsetting (laughs) i mean it felt like it was just appropriating like latin Mm -hmm. culture a lot and for no real reason (laughs) yeah and Mm -hmm. it didn't hit it i didn't catch that until i rewatched it for this like i was like oh oh Oh. Yeah, oh, at, no. the, at the start where they're like oh, no. trying to roll all those R's and stuff, and I'm just like, what is happening right now? Well, yeah, I was like, what is the purpose? There's really no purpose aside from the show. I'm yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, gosh, what else? What else to say? Where do you even? Where do you go? I mean, like, can we talk go? about? Where? Let's. Let's let's transition to talking about Sharpay and Ryan. Okay. If you would, if you would so, like to. Yes. So I had I had seen this movie before when it came out, but I hadn't seen it since then. And there's there was only one part that I specifically remember. Mm-hmm. And it is Ryan and Sharpay's audition with um Is It Always There Beside Me? Is that the name of the song? Like so, uh, uh, What I've been looking for. What I've been looking for. What yes. I've been looking for. Okay. Um it's their audition and the way that they um, like just keep pretending to bump into each other. Like, oh, you, you were right there beside me. And just be like, oh. And I'm like, that's, that's my main memory of this movie is mostly Ryan's face being like, oh, there you are. Like, yep. like, oh, you're always right beside me. He really through, is. Through that whole song. And I'm like, this is fully my experience dealing with theater kids like 100%. <laughs> him, ryan in particular is 
every guy that I ever knew in high school doing theater, like down oh to God, his shoes, it. particularly. I'm like, wow. every fucking guy that was doing the musical at school had shoes like that because they were like, they were nerds who did musicals, mm-hmm. but they were like the, the, the cool nerds, do you know what I mean? Like, but they always had those fucking shoes that were just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice the shoes. I have. Um, I'm, a, I'm I, a big one for noticing shoes. They say a so, lot about a person. It. Okay, <laughs> here's the deal though. I did notice that they put Vanessa Hudgens in the same pair of weird Mary Jane kitten heel shoes that were black for yes. every outfit she was mm-hmm. in. Every I single noticed that one. too. Okay, good. They are distressing, in yeah. my there opinion. Was, there was also just a lot of bootcut jeans in this movie. Oh, oh, yeah. So I mean, to the, and if you which was strange to fashion, me. I can get into <laughs> the fashion if you would like. I'm ready to do the, that. The bootcut jeans were strange to me because my memory of 2006 was that skinny jeans were the number one everything always at that time. That like, could have been true for Australia. That was not true here yet. We were interesting. Two, we were okay. two years away. We were mm-hmm. two-ish years away from those from transitioning into. I remember the Audrey Hepburn Gap commercial that introduced the skinny jean. Oh my I god! I don't know wait. if you remember wow. that. An Audrey Hepburn Gap commercial. Yes. Was it, was, was it when yes. she did the dance? Like, what was that movie? Um, Roman remember. Holiday. Yeah, I think so. And she's in the black. Like, oh. um, yes. she's in her. I remember that very famous outfit, and it was like, "This is the new style, and you guys better." get with it because nobody's wearing bootcut jeans anymore. I feel like we already had them by then. I mean, we didn't have fashion moves. I think that fashion moves in different ways depending on where, because I remember I, this, I had this realization when I was in Manchester in 2013 and they were wearing stuff that we wore about a year later when I came back to Missouri. Like I I literally was able to track. It was like, it started in like the bigger metropolitan areas and then, and then that stuff got to Missouri. It's basically like how we are currently dressing, which is kind of like um, the, uh, the, the, the TikTok, like really glam or like mm. Instagram, like glam look. Um, Interesting. That didn't really get to like the, the middle of the United States. So I wouldn't be surprised if different areas were wearing skinny jeans as early as, as early as I mean, I, yeah. I did grow up in Melbourne, which is where they have the, um, like fashion week for Australia is in Melbourne and I could totally see that being and Melbourne yeah. is always sort of considered this like European style city so mm-hmm. it would oh, make yeah. sense that European trends uh, mm-hmm. would have come to Melbourne before they maybe came to you like, yeah. yeah yeah I could that see tracks. that being the case this was all everything in this was like absolutely like uh I could I'll go down the list Big belts that didn't go through the loop. Skinny, oh, sparkly um, um, yeah, scarf. Yeah, there was... Um, Vanessa Hudgens wears this belt at one point that looks mm-hmm. like a piece of, like, leather or suede or something that's mm-hmm. just sort of attached with, like, a little tie, and it had, yep. like, butterflies and shit on it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that belt isn't doing anything. <laughs> like, that's it's not, not holding belt. anything up. It's like, not a belt. It's a... It's a scarf for your waist. It's a, it's it's a, a scarf for your waist. <laughs> I, was, uh, I mean, the, the clothes that they put her in, particularly, I was like, 
would would this girl really be wearing this stuff? Like the nerdy she was, girl. She was yes. so fashionable for like for me. She was really mm-hmm. fashionable. It was like, oh, she's very modest and very wholesome, but very fashionable without being like a yes. sharpay. Yeah. wearing. I like, agree. And it, had, it definitely like made me not really believe that she was like this nerdy outcast kind of girl. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. She also yeah. had perfect hair. Like, yes, every, everyone's every single got time. Lips. Everyone's she... even the nerdy, even Kelsey, who's supposed to be like the nerdiest girl, like the most undesirable yeah, like, still... person in the movie. <laughs> she looks amazing. Like... Still, yes, absolutely. But yeah, like uh, Gabriella's hair was just like perfectly curled and oh, yeah. like so lush. I'm just like, okay, no, that's not. This girl wears a ponytail every day. Like, <laughs> I'm right? like. Yeah, everyone wears. I mean, that's the biggest thing that has always bothered me about media portrayal of high school. I think we're moving away from it uh, in a lot of ways, but like the way that kids look on TV, like especially in network stuff, is obviously mm-hmm. like laughable. Like, no, yeah. not only are they way older, but they also just they look like I don't even know. I also, didn't know anyone. No one in my school looked like that. You know, yeah. right? Yeah. I just also like have a question lizzie as like Mm. someone who went to a a co-ed high school did did you guys like like put effort into your outfits every day like did everyone dress up every day or were people in sweatpants they so there were definitely some girls who would very few who would like do their hair especially in the um theater like the music program that I was in I would I would have called myself like a music theater kid but mm. like the popular girls were all athletes so they were oh. so grungier you look not grungy like you had to look clean but like mm-hmm. you didn't look like Gabriella like you wore t-shirts and shorts and jeans that was right. like Absolutely, what you were, how you dressed did not kind of sporty, or yeah, like sporty, like like uh, they probably in high in college they probably wore like yoga pants, you know, like yoga pants and oversized Mm. t shirts, you know, like very sorority Mm. kind of look, Um, but with like immaculate hair, like very very good hair, like their nails done, that kind of stuff. Right, Not, not in high school, but like I just I've always found that just baffling to me because that was my experience of high school was like was was very similar to that where I I just can't I just can't even tell you like did anyone dress up in any kind of way absolutely not I just I just (laughs) no no not that not that other schools aren't like that I just I wasn't I'm not from a um affluent I mean maybe the the other high school was more affluent than ours maybe that was how it was but we just I'm not from an affluent area like um, (laughs) it just wasn't like I mean Daniel did did your school have a uniform like no we no okay it was very interesting we did not have a uniform and i mean there was always like an interesting conversation around because we as like in general no one at my school dressed up because it was all boys everyone just Mm. wore like like uh, basketball shorts or sweatpants and like a, a hoodie and the most we ever dressed up was like nice jeans and a shirt and when we had to but we didn't have a uniform or anything so no one dressed so when like when i saw the fashion in high school musical i was like this is us on like a really good day like when we're yeah. gonna go to a dance or something this isn't like just going <laughs> to school i was shocked 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess we... I guess we dress pretty sorry, I was just thinking like the girls in this are dressed to the nines. The guys dressed even the guys are dressing very nicely, I would say, right? Like layers and like coordinated yeah, colors I mean, and that kind of thing. They're a little more low key, but they are yeah. dressed pretty nice for, for mm-hmm. teen boys. Like there's mm-hmm. they're not we- they're not wearing any sweatpants, which is not accurate to how teen boys dress. Like, <laughs> even in two thousand six. Like um mm-hmm. I mean we we had a uniform, so it was limited what you could do and technically you weren't allowed to wear makeup. But what we had was our school um, for year 11 and 12. So the last two years of high school, um, we took classes with the boys school down the road. Um, Mm. So there would be boys in the classes and it was always the first like week or two of the year. Um, Suddenly all the girls are like full faces of makeup, like really nice hair, but it would only last for two weeks because literally what would happen is you'd have all your classes, you'd see who all the new boys were, and then you'd be like, actually not interested, not interested in any of them. And then you'd go back to being (laughs) gross again. (laughs) I love it. Uh, Well, I'm glad we, I'm glad we discussed that. Um, Because um, it's it's, it's kind of like the cell phones. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. This takes place so long ago. I kind of remember it as like, oh, this is ten years old, right? But it's not. With right. with the cell phones. So so when um when Troy and Gabriella like exchange phone numbers, mm-hmm. did did anyone? That was not my experience of when you that they they like immediately put the number in and then like take a selfie of themselves. And I oh yeah. That was not Never. what we did. Like no. you would, Mm-mm. you would just like tell someone your number, and then they would put whatever name. And that was <laughs> it. Like. Yeah, exactly. Um, we never bothered with the pictures. I also don't even remember if my first phone even had a camera. I was surprised he oh, could yeah, take my... a picture. That must have been. That would have been yeah, really advanced those were technology. Fancy. Yeah. yeah. My phone didn't get a camera until I was in college, and, mm-hmm. and then it was a really shit camera. Like mm-hmm. right. Um, yeah. I suspect her, uh, I suspect Darbus, like, um, collecting the cell phones was quite a, must have been quite affecting to me. Like, oh my god, mm. everyone has a cell phone? Like, oh, right. and you get attention if your phone goes off or whatever? Like, I wouldn't even have my phone on during the day, let alone right. trying to, like, text yeah. someone in class. Because I mean, we... even when I was in high school, we weren't doing that kind of thing like our phones had very limited capabilities uh yeah in well, right? like, what a privilege thing. i was <laughs> yeah. trying to remember when when our school got wi-fi because i'm like mm. at, at this time would we have just like not bothered with phones really because you could just go on the internet but i couldn't remember when we had wi-fi i feel like it was maybe later at school but like oh yeah we didn't i mean i we never had I, Wi-Fi. But I mean, that I mean, a lot of girls had a cell phone, but like the people that I would be texting were in the classes with me, so mm-hmm. most of the time yeah. I didn't bother. <laughs> like, like I would yeah. leave my phone in my in my school bag because I right. wasn't like I didn't need it, you know. Um, yeah. So there yeah, was only a couple of girls who like would actually have their phones with them and like maybe be texting people in classes, but you usually didn't get a detention. You would just get told off, like, stop that. <laughs> well, right. Jarvis is like, that's obviously, it's like such a fun like moment when like everyone gets in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Yeah. 
which I don't really actually the more I think about it I don't understand why everyone's phone goes off does he text everyone in the class can oh no, no it's, that, that it's he texts off. he texts her yeah. and and that phone goes off but they all think that it's their phone so they pull their phones out yeah 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 and then Chad and Monique Coleman's character um just got in trouble for talking yeah, uh, I don't think right, they had their cell phones. They have out. snide comments to say yeah. about. Yeah. Okay. What is Monique okay. Coleman's character's name? Taylor. Taylor. I truly believe it is Taylor. Is it yeah. Taylor? I think that it is. Someone should. Okay. Is it McKenzie? No, it's not uh, McKenzie. But yeah, so that was sort of the inciting incident, if you will. Like yeah. yeah. Uh yes, her name is Taylor. Her name is Taylor McKessie. So that's probably where you got McKenzie from. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Her wow. name is Taylor, yeah. Um uh, but yeah, exciting so incident. All... Oh, also, that, also that the detention is just like painting sets for the musical. And then... I think that's so funny. That's such yeah. a Miss Darbus is such a funny character, and the <laughs> fact that she's like, I love all of her soliloquies. Like, I think I think I find her so funny because I feel like Miss Darbus is my Christmas future. Um, and so <laughs> seeing like her yeah. vendetta and like just being purely triggered by cell phones going off because she's a theater <laughs> woman is just so hilarious to me and that her detention revolves around painting sets i was like that'd be something that i would totally do but then <laughs> so she gave them detention so that was like a um what do you guys call that where you have that sort of class at the start of the day where they take your attendance like uh we did Home not room. have that we Home didn't have room? a five minute long class the way that they did where you come to class and then five minutes later the bell goes off i have no idea I know, what that right? is. I guess homeroom is what super quick okay. yeah we, ha- we didn't we didn't have that like every single day i mean it, that's just what i because i think they do have that meeting with her like a little huddle uh at the beginning of every <laughs> yeah. day which is interesting maybe some schools do offer that where it's like you you just meet with your we, homeroom we and had what we called form off. where it was usually 20 minutes at the start of the day and you would come in they would check that you were there and then they would run through like announcements and um any other sort of news that people needed to know for mm. like the day we, we and that was that, that was every class. day we just did yeah, that. Yeah. We had a we had a slightly prolonged our 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 third period or second period was slightly longer, so that mm. because we had announcements in the morning. And I did go to a really big school, so we did actually have like um a, lots of clubs that would do announcements and that kind of thing. Okay, we I usually see. got they would they would just send every one of these classes like a, a sheet of paper that had all of the information, and then. The, yeah. Either the teacher or one of the students in in the room would just read out what what the that announcements makes, were. We we didn't have like over over an intercom or anything. Look, got it. Oh, uh, I see. Interesting. Well, that's cool. That's a good idea too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, we, I was like, I was baffled. I was like, oh, the bell's going off. <laughs> Did right. class not just start? I'm really confused why you would you make. Guys- well, that was. <laughs> That was why I assumed it was something like that as well, because she's the drama teacher and it's like, obviously these kids aren't all taking drama or also like, this is not a right. drama classroom. Like it's right. just a regular classroom where she's put like a, a crazy chair and some curtains. And I'm like, <laughs> like, 
Cause, I love it. Because the, I mean, tell me your experiences, but our drama classes were always either like in the theater or in like a room that was almost like a dance studio. Like, oh, um, no, ours, ours were in a classroom. <laughs> Okay. I, <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah. like we we ooh, we mm, we <laughs> like. I'm thinking back because when I was in high school, we didn't have like a theater curriculum. We just had like um, theater. But yeah. uh, towards the end, we did kind of move in that direction where we were having some acting classes, and oh, yeah. um, our like those would take place in the theater. But our like theater directors or theater acting teachers would still have their own classroom and i remember one of my like the theater director at that time had like uh his classroom obviously was more decorated and he had like a big chair that he had in the center of the room where he would just sit instead of teaching at like a podium or something so mm-hmm. I, I i bought into the miss darvis um okay. setup yeah. because i was like maybe she has like this teacher like her academic setting her homeroom where she you know still has her throne where she rules <laughs> or whatever and like does the administrative stuff and then she has her theater which is her real castle or whatever right um, i do which think i really it, like that does track to me like that and mm-hmm. we always had the the drama classes in a room that didn't have any like desks it was interesting um and that i mean I, by the time i finished like towards the end of high school they had built some new areas that had like specific they were basically dance studios that mm. were there for the drama classes but before that it was just there was a couple of classrooms that didn't have any desks and that was what they were for was sort of anything like drama or music or something where you didn't want to have desks like normal mm-hmm. uh, i see that yeah. makes sense um Speaking of music, we should get into the songs. <laughs> oh, yeah. the songs. The so, songs. <laughs> b- b- before we started recording, we were talking about probably the worst song in the entire movie, which is, I can't even remember what it's called. It's Gabriella's solo. Like, what is I the name of that the perfect song? title. It's uh, When There when Was the- Me and You. Like, when There Was Me. I would never have guessed that. Is that it? That's what it's called. When There Was Me and You is the name of her solo song. Does anyone else feel like they really used Grease as a template for this movie? Yes. (laughs) Let me tell you, because also it was that I I just clearly can't form a sentence. Um, (laughs) That thought was very much in my mind because this movie came out when my high school was actually doing Grease as their musical. So I had just seen it and I had just like been obsessed with it, gone to like the dress rehearsal or whatever. And then high school musical came out and I was like, are they trying to make a early 2000s Grease? I was like, this is just like copy paste almost. (laughs) Like that they, they both meet on a vacation and mm-hmm. fall in love but then when they get back to school it's like they don't they want to pretend like they don't really know each other um, yeah because they were different people then and then right. it's like <laughs> having to address that but then like so this song that she sings is very much the um uh what's that song of Greece? it's um, it's Sandy's song that everybody usually fast forward through because it's really boring. Like, yeah, yeah. Where, it, she, like, um, where she decides she's going to change herself or, or, or is it where farewell she, to Sandra yeah. D? 
Yeah. Uh, maybe, or is it like hopelessly devoted? Is that it's the one I'm thinking devoted. of? Yeah, that's what it is. Um, oh, oh yeah, probably that. Yeah, that sounds more like it. It's the yeah. boring one that you're always like, oh, let's fast forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was just like a Greece. Um, yeah, 2006 it, Greece movie, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's just Absolutely. like uh, starting with uh, vacation I, and then meeting up, mm-hmm. and then I mean, obviously, we have the musical. Uh, it's 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 enough different that you can get away with it, but um, mm-hmm. it, it is it is essentially the same. Torn by their respective cliques to yes. remain in the clique. Uh, and then instead of, I mean, to their, to their credit, instead of Sandy, like being like, actually, I'm, I'm going to change, change myself. myself. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And just to that end, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have, uh, well, if you haven't noticed it, if you have, I won't be surprised either way, but they do um, very, very obvious um, costuming where Troy and Gabriella are wearing blue, where everyone else is wearing warm colors and then sometimes oh. Troy wears red when he is like trying to. Um, so ev- almost everyone has like a color, like a scheme that they are, that they oh. fall into. Interesting. And I did al- notice that he was wearing blue sometimes, but I didn't realize that it was so quite as, as specific yes. as that. Like- and then Gabriella also, she's a little bit less obvious, but she wears a blue, something blue in almost almost every outfit except for one and then after their their respective after they have the breakup and then their respective peer groups like apologize to them and are like we're going to support you no matter what guess what color they're both wearing in the next scene green Uh, green i'm not kidding you i'm not kidding they are wearing green in the next that this it's like the happy montage where they're like we gotta go like she pulls them down the hallway both of them are wearing green Oh uh, my god! I never noticed that to symbolize the um, fusion of their groups, and then this, this movie has layers, it, guys. What? It does have layers. <laughs> it really does. It really does. I'm tripping. I had I like the. I mean, I do remember Zach's. Um, was that baseball tee with the green sleeves? Yes. Um, yeah. But I never mm-hmm. noticed the the symbolism behind. Oh my god! The symbolism, yes. And you know the reason one the reason I noticed it the very first time is because I was in Beauty and the Beast oh, when I was in eighth grade, and in Beauty and the Beast they put Belle in blue to symbolize she's different from everyone. So they literally do the oh. same thing in this movie. Um, I, and I, I and then when I was watching it this time, I was like, man, I wonder what they do. I was just checking. I was clocking it in every single scene. And then I, I was like, I can't believe they put him in green. They really, really <laughs> put him in the oh like, my God. Yeah, what do you They really laid into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Oh my god! Wow. I'm gonna write this down. I want to teach my students about this. This is so cool. Yes, it's it's worth it. There you go. Some real, real, uh, conscious, whatever. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, and that's... then and you can, you can see everyone else wearing like warm colors or like specifically avoiding those colors. It's reds and pinks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neutrals, but almost no one wears blue except them. In like the that's whole so movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Um, there you go. Can I uh, also well, just point out back back to talk about costumes and clothes again? Um, the the basketball jerseys. So the when they do um, 
uh, get your head in the game, the song. Mm-hmm. They're Which all wearing. They're fabulous. all wearing these fabulous like song. wildcats jerseys that have these yes. just enormous sleeves. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yes. they do like the- all look like they're too big for them. It was just so yeah. weird. But then, but then later, when they actually go to play, they're wearing normal basketball jerseys that say East on them. And I'm like, so why did we have the weird wide sleeve ones for that song? Those right? are their practice jerseys. That they oh. practice it made them look like children. Games. Like, which I, which I know they are children, but it made them look like <laughs> like young Jesus. children. Like. I'm just sick with affluenza. Oh my god, practice jerseys and regular game jerseys. Yeah, right. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sick. Uh, and then, like, did, did you guys did you guys know that their team is the Wildcats? Like, yeah, I heard it a couple of times. <laughs> I missed that, that. They were the yeah, Wildcats. I wasn't quite sure. Like, I thought it was like a bobcat. You thought? It, was, yeah, yeah. It was confusing. Like what? what animal. the team mascot was because they just really <laughs> didn't say it much yeah they they should be more on the nose instead of beating around the bush about it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah let's talk about the songs just general let's just talk about the music let's talk <laughs> about the musical numbers let's just i mean because that is really we've been talking about a lot of things but i do think the music is the- one of the main in the pie chart of the why people remember this, why it endured, is the music <laughs> and the choreography. In my opinion, as goofy as it is in retrospect, I think at the time mm-hmm. it was like, I mean, they are incredibly catchy songs. Yes. They are, the they choreography, are... Like, they, in my opinion, the, um, the choreography is pretty fun, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, if you look, the choreography the top, is fun. The duet choreography, like in Bop to the Top and, um, oh, in um, what I've been uh, always there beside me, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, yeah, every yeah. single, especially because Ryan is so, um, Lucas Gabriel? Gabriel? Gabriel. Gra- Gabriel. Gra- 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 Lucas Grabiel. Gra- 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 Grabiel, yeah. yes. Something like that. Oh, what the hell? It's, is it's, a, it's a confusing game. You should have changed it to Gabriel. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, just for ease of ease of ease of use. Um, he's so on it. Like he's mm-hmm. he has he's like such a consummate theater kid. Oh yeah. As good mm-hmm. as Ashley, in my opinion, as good as Ashley Tisdale is in like selling it, he sells it like twice as much as her. Yeah. Like totally. every move does is like perfectly crisp, and he's like got an amazing expression on his face every every time you cut to him, and I do think that that is an important like <laughs> I do yes. think that that's part of what is very fun about this. The others, the other songs are like like Breaking Free and the first song they do. Like who even cares when there's Sharpay the, and Ryan? Like, I feel like the songs. Do- the songs that Troy and Gabriella sing are just so generic that yeah. it's like yeah. they're both catchy but also immediately forgettable. Yeah. Whereas yes. the yeah. songs that stick are like we're all of this together. Obviously, we'll never get out of your head. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I like the status quo song. I've I do that. like the status quo That's song. A, oh that... my god! <laughs> Wait, can I just? <laughs> yes, I could talk about that song a lot because I... Daniel, please go. <laughs> no, I giggled so hard and I had to I had to pause because I was cracking up because they got to um 
I, I forget what her name is, but hip hop is my passion. Hip-hop and I remember is. Lizzie, that's your, isn't that your Twitter bio? It is. Yes. It yes. I also had that thought. <laughs> I was like, oh, is this where this comes from? <laughs> I died because I feel like it didn't 100% click for me. I feel like I always knew, but it didn't like click, click until I saw mm-hmm. it. And I was like, wait, that's hilarious. <laughs> so hip-hop are you saying Lizzie? Seared into my head, those words <laughs> in that order, and the way she says it, oh, I'll never forget. Sorry. So, I mean, uh, are we are we to believe then, Lizzie, that you were a nerdy girl at high school who thought homework was fun, but really you just wanted to do hip hop dancing? Is that is that your backstory? I think that uh, I'm about as good <laughs> at hip hop dancing as that girl is, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful because she can move. <laughs> that girl can move, but I I wouldn't say she's you know, don't you want to get someone for that role who's like amazing at hip hop? Right. So that yeah, like, she's. Like, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like she's like thing. she's yes. not bad, but no, she she can she. I'm can, not. She's I'm not like wow. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. good for what that school has to offer at that time. <laughs> <laughs> right. She probably is the best at that. Yeah. Uh, at, in that moment. Um, yeah. That song is bonkers. Uh, so we basically <laughs> identify. I love the sentiment of it. The sentiment of it is yeah. Like very the sentiment cool. is very like, nice. Like in 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 high school, you have to. There's a lot of pressure, or in school in life, there's a lot of pressure to stick to what people are comfortable with. What mm-hmm. they identify as being. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, and and the vehement way that their friend groups try to suppress their yeah is insane like that the the basketball guy who just wants to bake and everyone is like no that's weird and i'm like that is absolutely not how that would have gone down they all would have been like zeke please keep bringing us cookies like Like, yes they don't oh my God. say it's weird. They literally yell. They're like, "Not another word!" Like, please. Oh, yeah. and the, the, this is horrendous. Yeah, the, skate, the skateboarder who who plays cello. Yes. First yes. of all, the fact that the what? other skateboarders don't know what a cello is, and I'm like, okay, come on, like <laughs> <laughs> a saw. Um, it's a saw. That's a really good one too. He plays. Um, he minds the, um, the cello, and he says, "Dude, it's a saw," or whatever. He's like, "No, right. it's a big violin." But then. Then what he's also like when I perform, no, I wear what is it? It's like coat and tie, and I'm like, yeah. that's that's not accurate. Like, yeah, <laughs> you don't have to I, do that. No, like, but yeah, but that's, it's, also, it's, that's the thing. When he says coat and tie, they're like, oh, get out of here. We would yeah, never. They're like, I can't, I can't hear another word. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where those were skateboarders. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, stoners. exactly. Flash Owner slash like miscellaneous kind of group of right. outcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I that was definitely not my school experience, and I suspect no. almost no one's that you were no. pigeonholed so completely that you only had one thing to identify you. <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. Pretty much not. Yeah, I love the idea that like I, this is this is such a core tenet of the muse of the movie that I completely forgot, which is that Troy does this one thing and it sh- completely shakes the school to its foundation. Yes, it's like Troy has a callback, and the school yeah. goes like the Mean Girls fantasy clips of people attacking each other, yes. like when Katie has the waterhole analogy. Like right. the school goes yeah. absolutely match it because because the 
Yeah, and it's the other thing about Troy that's so funny is he's so young looking, and it's you know he's he's they admit that he's a sophomore, which is like yeah yeah I that, was very confused. So yeah, what, so what age is he meant to be then? Like fifteen or I think fifteen to sixteen. Right. Yeah. 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 I do think, and, and speaking of that, I want to get back to like different, like more fun points, but I do think aging these kids up and having them be, I do, I do think that 15 to 16 was probably the oldest decom uh, mm-hmm. we had seen. And I do think that that, um, that just widened it out like kids because very, the story I always tell that I've told a million times is like, I was afraid to watch high school musical and then i found out that all of the freshmen i was an eighth grader i, I found out all the freshman girls had watched it and mm. they were, they were right. 15. yeah yeah so it was like oh okay it's okay for me to watch this because it's about high school it does seem right. like from this point on the decoms have been more that age like the sort of yeah. later high school rather yeah. than previously when they were more kind of aimed at like 13 year olds yeah um, yeah yeah totally i think so i think so and i think it's because if you age them up just a couple year just a year or two like to 15 you can still get a 12 year old i mean you're not gonna oh get for sure you can still get as young as like eight eight to seven probably and you can yeah. get all the way up to like probably 17 yeah the, uh, totally. you just wide you widen your range of you know viewership yeah, uh, I think they've like put that out with this. It was like a big deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, Hannah Montana premiered after this. I don't know if you knew that, but I yes, I, yes. Hannah Montana was followed the premiere of High School Musical. Was the premiere of Hannah Montana, which oh. also was a seminal. I think a seminal moment in Disney in um, original programming for them. What a time! They yeah. had they transitioned out of like Lizzie McGuire and That's So Raven and into like what we consider the new what I consider the new like like those people having like really mainstream careers like Miley Cyrus because mm-hmm. I would say Hillary Duff and Raven have not had like real mainstream careers whereas we're talking about Ariana Grande Zendaya mm-hmm. oh um, yeah. Miley Cyrus. Obviously Miley, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Definitely then even like, uh, in... like, then like Demi Lovato as well. Like, oh my God, yeah. that's, yes, that's the person I was missing, Demi, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and um, more... the, the Jonas Brothers were also mm-hmm. big on Oh, Disney. that's right. Like, yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, what a and really that's... famous era. Yeah, truly iconic. It was a weird, 2005 was weird. I will go down in history, I mean... The nine eleven to twenty ten was like <laughs> was a weird time. Nine <laughs> eleven to twenty ten. <laughs> what a description. <laughs> so like yeah, it really was a weird time though. I mean it was. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Um God, what have we missed? I mean, what one thing I want to talk about, Sharpay. Sharpay and Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I have not seen. I'm going to be honest. I have not seen High School Musicals two or three, which Neither we can talk I. about. Those in I a have second. seen okay. three. I have not I seen two. Right. Um, Sharpay is a very interesting. She is such a consummate villain, but she also, like, she, she at the very end, she's like, "Well, I guess I'm your understudy," and that's the end of it. Like, that's oh, the. <laughs> The end of this movie was really strange because everyone that had been at odds with, odds with each other the whole movie suddenly mm-hmm. just like put everything aside and was like, I'm really happy for you. And then they all moved on. And I was like, yeah. what? Yeah, they all. Like, 
I <sighs> just like on that point, I like ha <laughs> so many thoughts. Um listen, really happy for <laughs> Troy and Gabriella. You know, it worked out for them. They they it did really the comeback. They got the part. But as someone who literally theater was all I had. That was my only group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got so <laughs> angry. Not back then, just rewatching this. I got so angry at the idea that these two people who already have extracurriculars established and other things that they can like be happy in just decide to waltz in audition mm-hmm. for this musical get the lead and then kind of just like swoop in and like granted ryan and sharpay like you know are uh they have so many leads and they like have been in so many musicals that it doesn't really bother them to just take the l on one but mm-hmm. as a theater kid i got so bothered by someone just swooping in and like being part of this world where taking up space in this world where I don't have any other place to go because there were kids in my school that did that. And they like, and I also just took it personally and I'm going on such a pedestal here, but <laughs> um, I like was so annoyed by the people in high school who wanted to do theater or the arts or entertainment or anything. And I knew that they just didn't care about it and weren't going to do it after high school. I got so offended. And, um, I think that's just like just a really selfish point on my part, but also just like <laughs> I I really like I didn't like the competition of it, and I just so rewatching this, I was just I I it left a, a strangely weird taste in my mouth by just being like, why do the like what I oh my god, so many thoughts, but I also just didn't feel like Gabriella and Troy's desire to be in the musical. I didn't feel like that was earned. Mm. And I was mm. like, why do they want it so bad? Like they had yeah. one karaoke moment where they don't really care about singing. They were forced mm-hmm. into it. And then like, it, it, I, I felt like it was more about their flirting than it was about them wanting to be a singer. And then the idea yeah. that they just like audition for this musical and then get the leads and dethrone the like theater kids. Like I, I was like, I, I was, I don't know. It was weird how bothered I got by it, but I was like, Oh my goodness. This is like, I, w- I would be so offended if I was like a theater kid watching this happen in front of me, if I was at East high. Um, mm-hmm. But that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just like the, the major thought I had. No, totally. that's a really I, good point. I agree. Yeah. Like, um, and that was a real thing that same with our school that people like my my brother, for example, auditioned once and got a role in the musical, and everyone else who Ugh. had been doing the shows for ages got really pissed off that mm-hmm. he, particularly the girls, because it was always easier for boys to get in because there were less of them auditioning. Oh, yeah. Um, right. So the girls mm-hmm. who'd been like auditioning for years and just getting like the chorus were really pissed off that he auditioned once and got. I mean, it wasn't a main role, but it was a role, and they were right. like, "That's yeah. that's not fair." But but yes, I agree. Like here, they have that karaoke moment, and mm-hmm. then it's really unclear what their motivation is for being interested in the musical. It's like because it did seem more like the singing was sort of a flirtation thing. But then it's yeah. like Troy suddenly decides he wants to sing 
and is yeah. sort of like at the beginning it's sort of separate from Gabriella that he's just like I want to sing so I'm going to go do the musical instead of my basketball but it's also like there's other avenues if you want to yeah. sing like surely exactly. this school that has a massive theater also had a choir and like probably right. some yeah. like jazz band or something where you could sing for that or just like other opportunities and yeah and, and you know what? Yeah. I probably I probably would have bought into it a little bit more if at the at the New Year's Eve party when they were doing the karaoke if it was their choice to sing. If they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, oh I'll totally. do this." Because totally. like then they're not around anyone they know. They're not around any like friends. They're not in danger of being found out for indulging in this like pleasure of theirs and they just sing and they have this chemistry and they're whatever and then all of a sudden they show up at the same school and they're boom there's there's another person there who could basically out you for being interested in in singing and then i feel like that just like sets it up a little bit better whereas it was like they were forced to sing and then they found out that actually they're both really good singers but that moment didn't play like oh i love singing it played like oh this person's hot. I want to talk to right. them. Like exactly. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which... it's like if you want to be together, be together. But like, what does singing have to do with it? But no, I totally get where you're coming from, Daniel. That like, yeah, it is sort of when you're in high school, you have these groups, and when someone else comes in and just like gets what you've been trying to do for mm-hmm. years with almost no effort it's very yes. frustrating like yes i was also just i feel like i'm mostly 90 percent just personally triggered by this because this is exactly <laughs> what happened with my ex-best friend in high school he was a football guy and he was like not into theater whatsoever and i was like amping myself up to finally get the courage to audition for the musical and he was like I'm not really digging football this year. I think I'll just audition for the musical anyway. And he got in. I mean, and I got in as well. But um, he ended up like being more successful in my school's theater program than I was. Mm -hmm. And I was so bitter about it because I was like, you don't even care. You didn't want to do it. I told you about it. Like, it was just so. So I think that's I'm just I feel like I'm mostly just personally triggered by that. Yeah, and then I bet there were also a lot of the boys who only auditioned for the musical so they could meet the girls. Like, oh, God, yes. <laughs> we had plenty of those. There was, like, a very small group of boys who were actually interested in theatre and, like, pursuing that, and a lot that were just there because that was a great way to meet girls. Like, Right, yes, of course. Yeah, that was even more true, honestly, of the stage crew because I was the stage manager for most of high school. So oh, okay. it was it was like I then had to deal with these boys who weren't really interested in doing stage crew, who were just there to meet the girls. And I was like, "Can oh. you just fucking move that box for me?" Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, we are trying to run a show here, <laughs> right? It's like Jesus, people. I feel like amazing. Also, yeah. I fully when when they when Gabriella and Troy have to do their um, callback and all of those people come in, I fully did relate to Gabriella being like, "I don't want to do it in front of people because I mm-hmm. had yeah, I've that's had, totally fair." 
-hmm. Like I ended up doing stage crew because every time I've tried to do a musical audition, every single time in my life, I've it's all gone to shit and and I (laughs) start singing and it doesn't sound good at all, even though I can sing quite well. But like, but if I have to do it in an audition, I don't know the timings off and everything. And a couple of times I auditioned for this sort of musical theater summer program. But the way they ran the auditions was you had to get up in front of everyone else who was auditioning that day, who was sitting in the audience and then Mm. audition. And both times I fucked it up. And it's like, there is a, it's a special kind of pain when you ruin an audition. And it's not just in front of like the two or three people who are actually judging, but in front of Mm -hmm. every single person who was auditioning that day, including most of the people who are actually going to get into the thing. And like, and then you, and then they, and including your friends, who then know right. that you've ruined your audition. And I'm like, <laughs> why do you do it like this? This is not <laughs> helpful. Terrifying, <laughs> so terrifying. Yeah, like mm. definitely didn't help me to do well in those auditions. Right. <laughs> It, it just makes you panic more and then you like stumble and, and everyone watching is just like, ooh, ooh. And it's good because people who watch auditions are like, especially that big group of people, ex- they're expecting the show. They're expecting a final product. Yeah. They don't yeah. know mm-hmm. the process and they don't know how right. rough you start. Exactly. And so it's just like, ugh. And I was, it was usually I would get my timing off and then once my timing would off, I would panic and then my singing would fuck up and so then it mm. would just sound like a complete mess and yeah. i was like do i really have to do this in front of everyone like right so awful um well i wanted to thank you for bringing that up i i wanted to bring up a just a small quibble with the um the way that uh the showdown kind of goes down if you will mm-hmm. which is the uh <laughs> The, the whole plan that they have to uh, stick together for to defeat Sharpay, her, mm. her, uh, her sabotage. Um, specifically, mm-hmm. so I'm on board. So, so it was very confusing to me that um, an academic decathlon and a basketball game would be happening at 3 p.m. on a school mm-hmm. day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that's how it worked. I think it was I don't at three thirty, but yes. Even still, like... it wouldn't. Either of those things <laughs> happening on a an academic decathlon would happen on a Saturday morning. Also, we haven't even talked about how incorrect the portrayal of the academic decathlon. I kept yeah, I was. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. that that is not something that we really have in Australia. Yeah. So I was very well, confused about what were they doing. <laughs> um. Nothing. They were not doing anything that is a real thing at all. They literally, so that's the one thing about Gabriella that I really love is like her, what she is good at and what she does is completely nebulous. She literally is only ever writing equations on a board and everyone's right. like, oh my God, I don't under, I don't get it. Well, yeah, it's so- completely underdeveloped. There's, there's nothing to hang on there at all. So, is yeah, the academic yeah. decathlon more like in Mean Girls, for example, where they're like given an equation and then you have to answer it? Is that? So 
I think that what it, what it, what did they call, they call that? That's like a math something competition. Oh, that was mathlete. Right? Oh, mathlete. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Right. I don't know how any of those go. I suspect that that is much closer to what you actually have to. Do. I literally do not know what they were doing in that. Well, this they, one, it seemed like they just said go, and then they just started they writing go, equations and on they the board. Writing and so, I was so, like, what? And what is? <laughs> Yeah. Were you no given research. a problem? Like, what are you yes. actually trying to solve here? We don't know. It, it is completely unclear as to what's actually going on. At least in Mean Girls, you actually understand that, like, a question is at, and because it's just Gabriella. Like, there's a whole team there, but only Gabriella is doing this. Like, right. so oh. that's totally confusing. But if we're moving past those things, so what happens is the callbacks, for which there mm. is an audience, confusing to me, but we kind of discussed right. that. There are people coming yeah. in, even before like the auditorium fills, like Darvis is like welcoming people into the auditorium. Who are those people? Who can say? Yeah. <laughs> Who can say? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, so they're playing uh they're playing a the basketball game, and um there is a uh, halfway through there's a power outage. Um, because the academic decathlon kids hack into yeah. Question mark? Something. <laughs> they like they like release, I don't know, a virus or something. But que- it doesn't like, matter because the scoreboard to we fuck did, up. Like a, like, yes. Right. And we've only kind of established that they have any computer knowledge in the scene where they establish a live link to record to show Gabriella what uh, uh Troy is saying about her. So we have some precedent for them having some knowledge of computers, but this is like not it's exactly advanced hacking, but probably for us, for a fifteen-year-olds, you know, like above-average yeah. skills at right at hacking into a. And apparently, their their lighting system is controlled by computers, which is a completely different, completely different conversation. Yeah, that was weird yeah. too. Yeah, a little confusing because why? How about you just have someone sneak out and like cut a line? You know, it doesn't happen. Yeah, you would yeah, just. Right. Switch, switch a breaker and turn switch off the power breaker. for a while. Like, Not hard to get easier. into those rooms. <laughs> Not difficult. But okay, so then they like, okay, so for safety reasons, we have to leave the gym. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I get it. Then everyone goes, you know, it's hard to get everyone to go to the auditorium, but I kind of like, I'm buying into that logic. That logic I can buy into. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they have to leave the gym so they all go to the auditorium. The thing that has, almost, I think, always bothered me is that at that point, by the way, so so the order of events, that's one scene. And the other scene, what happens is Gabriella starts writing an equation, finishes writing an equation, hits the button. The guy determines that her equation is right. They win. Everyone's happy. They go back well, over to- I thought to- it was actually that she does her round so that she can go leave- and then because they they go back oh. to it after they've done their audition they go back to what they were doing he goes back to the game and she goes back to the decathlon yeah cuz they each have their own thing yeah wait, and then they wait. meet up later and they're like they go oh back how-? To- she's like your game how did it go and then he's like how did yours go like oh i thought when gabriella does her equation that is the end of the no Oh, I think they I all have to do something. Oh, that makes right. so much more sense. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I buy that now because what I was going to, my qualm, <laughs> my qualm was that, so they have a computer up because I, I thought the competition was over. So them being at that desk, doing the computer thing, and then having to evacuate for the test tube overflowing, 
Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was so stupid because I was like, well, the competition's <laughs> over. Just go to the gym. No, 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 no. Like, why are you manufacturing this? Uh, uh, oh, I, I see. I see now that the way in the movie the decathlon works is that everyone, the team each is responsible. There are thing, multiple yeah. rounds. Yes. No, yeah. them, I know it's a team thing, but that's why I was so confused. I was like, Gabrielle's doing all of the work. <laughs> There's no <laughs> team element to this. I had no, no idea. I think they all have to do yeah. an equation or something. And yeah. then it's, you know. Or or like Gabriella points. does the equation round and then they all have to collaborate on the other rounds, yeah, which are like that. whatever. Okay. And then that's how everyone gets to the auditorium. Cause I think it's very cute. There are so many things that I think are cute. Like I think it's the way that they manufacture this plan to like have the, have make the gym evacuate so that everyone has to go to the audition because mm. I mean, even though that's silly, like I, I think it's, I think the little plans they put together are cute. So, right. um, super cute, super cute. Which um, and I, I love is, meant, is the point. They're yes. Meant to be very cute. Yes. Like, and like the yeah. way that Darbus makes them all end up in detention together is like very manufactured, but very cute. The way that that plot right. point works. Yeah. So, um, okay. Sorry. That was not, I, I, I had such a huge issue with that, but, uh, I don't anymore. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll stand down. I'll stand down. Um, can yes. we talk about Troy's dad? Oh, uh, yes. The dad uh, is always the... He's a classic decom uh, <laughs> bad dad. Coach uh, Because he's... He seems like he's against Troy doing, like, singing or anything that is not basketball. And then he's also a real asshole to Gabriella. Like, well, yeah, being like the girl that you met in detention. And it's like, um, what? Like, mm -hmm. (laughs) well, basketball is is his life. And it's also has to be Troy's life. Um, Clearly. so, so yeah. that's why culture, Bo- and apparently they're very worried about scholarships, even though they live in the world's largest house and apparently, yeah. um, working and, for and college he's only a sophomore so and he's like, only a sophomore so. and apparently working for, uh, working for money is a, is a plot point in the other high school musicals. Like Troy has to make money for college. Um, oh. which I, uh, yes, in high school musical two, it's like, he has to work that summer because he has to, he has to, he's saving oh up for college, which is like such a sad to me. Like, I don't know. It's like, that's too real. Like there has some escape. Right. There needs to be some escapism in these. Well, yeah. I knew, um, I and also Troy's going to get a basketball scholarship. So it's fine. Like just yeah. like, a, he or like a music scholarship problem? or something. Yeah. That's or the other thing I don't other. get. I'm like, if you really want him to, to get some sort of scholarship, wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be better if he has more extracurriculars like, yeah, you know we've he's not point. just done basketball. Keen, we have we've had this quibble with other dads who are like, my son is really fucking good at something, but it's not the thing I want him to be really fucking good at. So yeah, therefore, right? <laughs> it's not useful because their their rationale is always you have to do it for like in um double teamed, you have to do it for a yeah. scholarship, you have to do it because we're so poor or whatever. But like yeah, you can usually, also get a volleyball it's usually scholarship. Related. It's usually sport like, related, or yeah, I guess in Johnny Tsunami, it's like your grandfather. You can't be like your grandfather because he's a bum. 
But yeah, so that's one thing. But if it's fully have a career with this, yes, it's like they're they're always worried about the longevity, like how useful to their to their adulthood this career is. But almost the kids Mm. are almost always good enough at the other thing that they could also do that thing. Um, And still, the the other thing is, yeah, he's he's playing basketball. Zach Efron is 5'8". Like, <laughs> he is very small. I mean, I get that he's meant to only be 15, so he's probably still got a growth spurt ahead of him, but I'm just like, right, he really isn't tall enough to actually go anywhere with basketball. Right, right. Like, uh, probably yeah, so. 5'8 is too short. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. That's exactly where I quit my basketball career. I'm 5'7". Mm, yeah. So, yeah, like yeah. that that works for you, you have up to, face, to a point. You have to face but... the music at some point. Yeah. Hang up those basketball shoes. Hang, hang them up and the short the the baggy shorts and the baggy, and the baggy jersey as well. Just hang it on. Yeah. <laughs> Just hang it up. That's a very good point that they don't address is that yeah, cuz that I had one I had this thought I was like, man, it's such a young-looking basketball team and it's they're they're obvious cuz I was like, oh yeah, this basketball team is supposed to be like presumably freshmen through freshmen through seniors um unless it's like they they do talk about it unless they're no i think he's like you did so well we nominated you captain because you did so well on the under the the lower team that now i thought that yeah he's so that's like like their premier basketball team yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's so good that he's a captain already. Right. Like, Which to of- be honest, that does happen sometimes. There will be standouts. I don't really I don't really take any issue with him being young. Um, mm. because there are especially in college, sometimes you'll have a freshman who's like, This kid is so good. It's yeah. almost unbelievable. So I do think that at the high school level, you can have freshmen who are better, who are so naturally gifted, they're better than the seniors that are on the team. Let's not forget as well, though, Mm. that his dad is the coach. And his dad is the coach. That's a very good point. (laughs) That is a good point. Privilege. (laughs) Yeah, like... His- but also, just like, can I just give another shout out? I know I give shout outs, but <laughs> the actor who plays uh, Coach Bolton, yeah, yummy, yeah, he yes. has also aged very, very well. And Bart- he, I think his horse, Bart something, what's his? Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't remember what his full name is, but okay. his whole shtick on TikTok is how he's like the he's left out of the loop because a lot of the high school musical actors are doing tiktok reunions uh-huh, where they're uh-huh. like doing doing the dances and duetting them and he duets all of theirs like hey where's coach bolton's in oh, like, hey, no. he's so like he's aged very very well and he has like the beard and the scruffiness oh. and it's just like He's another testament to like, like standing the test of time in my interests. So <laughs> if made... anyone was interested, then, yes. or if anyone was interested to know my stance on that, that's what it is. I absolutely, that is fascinating. His name is Bart Johnson. I believe he's married to Bart Blake, Johnson. Blake Lively's sister, uh, Robin Lively. Oh my oh. God. How did the Lively sisters get so lucky? I Oh my god. They're very good Bart looking. Johnson uh, and wait Blake, Blake, Blake Lively's still married half, to Ryan Reynolds. Half right. sister. Yes. Yes. Oh, they're yes. half sister okay, they're cool. half siblings. Half, because she's quite a bit older than Blake. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um Wow. They they did though. You are right. And he's in all of the high school musicals, I believe. Um, uh man. I'm just gonna rewatch the or not rewatch, but I'm gonna watch the second one and the third one just for 
him. I do find him very, um, I do find him very, um, what am I trying to say? Um, in like, uh, even though he is very harsh and like mean, I find him like mm-hmm. more watchable and kind of endearing, I guess, than mm. other dads. And I don't know, I don't know if it is yeah. because he is attractive or if it is <laughs> because, because it's the eyes. It's the it's, eyes. It's the eyes I agree. But something I mean, about at, it. At the he, end of the. F- at the end of this yeah. movie, he does sort of come around, like, he realizes, oh, my yeah. son is actually very good at singing. Right. Like, um, yeah. and clearly he enjoys this. And- well, they, they go out of their way to, like, humanize what they do in this movie that they don't do in a lot of other mo- in a lot of other DCOMs is they're like, your dad was on this team, and that's partly why it means so much. Like, yeah. they, this yeah. is like mm. a kind of like in Brink where they, like, go out of their way to, like, further, like, give mm. the dad an actual um, – backstory to right. explain well, then, why he is the way he is um, and then like before the like championship game he does have that little moment with um troy to sort of just be like you know i i want you to have fun like don't right basically don't take the pressure like too seriously like it's mm-hmm. you should be having fun while you're out there and i think that's mm-hmm. that's all that was also a big moment for them because clearly you right is like all of the weight of this is on me um, yeah and he's just like you know it doesn't matter if you lose a win like mm-hmm. it's you you need to enjoy it kind of thing um yeah yeah so that was a nice moment <laughs> as well but I'm just impressed that you guys um, actually caught that conversation. I wasn't paying attention (laughs) at all. Just the the idea of this older attractive man and this younger attractive man talking to each other in a locker room. I was distracted during that whole scene. They do. uh, That is like the the shirtless scene, capital S, shirtless scene for us. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, for for poor like he's so little. Um, Zach Efron's so right. like physically so small, and uh, it's like, oh yeah, I bet the thirteen year old girls are losing their mind over over the way he looks. I mean, probably. I mean, I mean, they were, they were. Uh, yeah, he like, was in Tiger Beat magazine. I totally was. was. Like I was like, mm. and like uh, like Jesse McCartney at around the same time. Oh my yep. god, like, I forgot about yep. him. Yeah, that was yep. a look, and it was popular like. mm-hmm. i also um i don't know if anyone else listening identifies with this but i never missed an opportunity when we caught sight of zach efron's underwear yeah i clocked yep. every moment yeah i was like mm. yeah that eye emoji where it's just the eyes <laughs> yeah i'm looking respectfully <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, it's true. I think I think touches like that were like this was like significantly sexier than your average. Like, I'm gonna look up what came out this the same year as this, real quick. Do some research. High School Um, Musical was '06, right? I think John Tucker Must Die came out this year. Oh, I'm actually what decoms? Just decoms. Oh, decoms. Just decoms. Just like High School movies. I totally forgot about John Tucker Must Die. So, yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, like, okay, so now you see it, which we did, um, which is, like, not sexy, really. Was, it's a wow, little that, sexy. Was that that the, came out the same year? That yes. Um, was that the one with Kay Panabaker? Now you see it has no the idea. other girl from Full of the Future, Keely 
No, her name's Keely. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Uh, Ali Mashaka. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's right. I was one. thinking of the wrong one. So Sorry, that Kate Panabaker. <laughs> that's um, Kate Panabaker's in a couple of them. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So like 2004 was like not was still very like pixel perfect. Um, mm. uh, stuck in the suburbs, I guess is Kate Panabaker. Oh my god, stuck in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Like not like v- still very like adult. They're growing up a little bit adolescent. Halloween Town High, and then. This was this was January two thousand and six, so mm. it was that. Yeah, that was a what that a was year. a seminal right. moment for a tipping point. A tipping in point, if you will. Disney canon, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Decom canon. Camp Rock say. came out in two thousand eight. I think that was Camp probably another important rock. Yes, Camp Rock. <laughs> um, oh my God. Anyway, sorry. Daniel, you bring up some salient points about Zac Efron. <laughs> just, you know, I just like, yeah, just the the major, you know, yeah. Well, how old was I? Four, 15 year old yeah. Daniel, no, 14 still. Um, year old Daniel watching this was just, you know, it was, it was around, you know, the questioning period and just mm-hmm. watching all of these things with Zac Efron. I was like, what is that right there? Like, <laughs> so many questions. So, would you, so if you were going to do that meme of um, the girl that's like, interesting. Like, yeah. Like, sure Zac yes. here be yours. <laughs> oh, it's, um, it's Miranda Cosgrove, right? As, Miranda Cosgrove, as, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Exactly. Okay. That's what I mean. That was Daniel. That was Daniel. Every. Every time Zac Efron's shirt lifted up and we saw his his underwear a little bit, just that yeah. cut to that meme. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the and then the dad as well, I guess for you. Yes, right. and the dad as well. Every time we saw his beautiful, beautiful eyes, I was like, yeah. interesting. Uh, you know who I think? I think obviously um, Corbin Blue is very cute, but I think the mm-hmm. unsung hero of this movie is Zeke, a hundred thousand percent Baker. Yes. 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 Yeah, he gets quite a bit of of screen time cuz I when at the beginning I'm like, "Oh, I love this kid. I love I love what he's doing." And then it's like he he's like this he's like the Kelsey of of that group of yeah. the right. uh, of the basketball group, which is like a mm-hmm. very important. I mean, Kelsey is probably if I have to be honest, Kelsey is the unsung hero of High School Musical. Oh, but oh, totally, for sure. totally. Zeke is a close second and I do think that I would like to see the Zeke spin-off. Mm. Uh, because be I, I, I am yeah, I enjoyed in... Zeke's character a lot. He that actor looked really familiar to me. He but looks when I looked him right? up, nothing. He didn't. There was nothing, and I was like, I just, I think he looks like. Because looking at his face, I was like, oh, is that this actor? Like you know, okay, who, who did you think it, now? But... Who did you think it was? Because I have a ex- <sighs> the ex- identical story. Tell me who you thought it was. I didn't. I couldn't pinpoint a specific person, but it was just someone that I had seen in a few movies recently. Okay, I was like, oh, is that this? Is that this kid? Like, so I just but watched fifteen years later, and no, it I wasn't. just watched like... Perry Mason. And Chris Chalk, mm. who I didn't know, Chris Chalk is like heating up right he, now, but he, he hasn't. He was been. on um, Homeland. Chris Chalk was on Homeland, yes. In the first couple seasons. Yeah. They don't look, Chris Chalk has like a much darker skin color, but they look, to me, I was like, oh my God, is that Chris For Chalk? Sure. Like I was so excited. Um, <laughs> it's not, but yeah, I, 
I I love that kid's look. I don't know the actor's name. He, he just Z. he just had this sort of face that, like I guess, you look at it and you're like, oh, fifteen years later, like with aging, he could yeah. look like a lot of people. But yes, yeah. you know who but I no. thought he was too. Did you guys ever see? Um, did you guys ever watch Hollywood? Yes. Oh yes. Who did you think? Yeah, that guy. I thought he looked like the actor who played Archie. Yeah. Um, I think that guy's name, a bit, a little, probably yeah, too Pope. young for that. Yeah, I, but... I think, I think, because I think that actor's only like early twenties. Um, yeah, that's true. I forget about how long ago High School Musical. Yeah, was. right. It's like fourteen years ago, probably fifteen like, when they shot it. Yeah, so... no, yeah. Actually, Jeremy Pope is twenty-eight, so that almost that would almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, believe He'd it or not, probably be the exact not quite. age. A little bit yeah. off. Yeah. But... Yeah. Oh my god, he's twenty-eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy yeah, Pope is so. also another one. Gorgeous eyes. Yeah, unbelievable. He has an unbelievable face. Anyway, I just really like Zeke. And then there was a moment with Ryan who's like, uh, Zeke, Zeke like Sharpay, which is stupid. Yeah. But Zeke like Sharpay and gives her <laughs> cookies. And then Sharpay's like, fuck off. And then Ryan takes the cookies and he's like, good game. And I was like, oh, I want them to be like, Maybe the spin off is with Ryan and Zeke. Like, what do they get up to? <laughs> yeah, that seems really cute. There's also no gay representation in the yeah. movie about yeah. theater. Well, if there's, if there's one, it's all very well, under. It's all very under. Uh, I guess like Ryan is queer yeah. coded, and I feel yeah. like um, what's the name of the composer girl? Kelsey. Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey is also queer coded. Yeah, that's um, what yes, I've I've I read feel- a good deal about. Ryan is obviously, and then Kelsey's a lot more like subtly, kind of, uh, yeah, perhaps, yeah. But yes, I think now it would be like just make them fully gay, like don't. yeah, yeah. But two thousand and six, things were still very homophobic. So I do think that I read. Yeah. I'm not trying to put. I don't want to put the wrong thing out there, but I do think Kenny Kenny Ortega, who is gay, um, mm-hmm. was like, oh, Ryan was gay. Like we did not. Yeah. We knew that when we were shooting it, we weren't pretending yeah. like fully that gay. was that character. Like, yeah, come on. yeah, <laughs> right. Total uh, safe assumption. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he is a he's a very sturdy. The pillars. I do think that there are some of the characters who are the pillars of the movie, who support the the maybe the higher like people who are billed higher. But mm. uh, Ryan is definitely one of the absolute pillars, and Darbus is another like just rock solid oh. in every scene. Totally. Just yes. you know you're gonna like enjoy. Uh, one of the jokes I like the most, the visual jokes, is that there's a little kid who has a watch who's like oh yeah <laughs> and he uses his wrist and then there's a there's a callback joke to that where Kelsey then uses that kid's wrist to check yeah. Yeah. like five minutes like that poor freshman who's yes. just paying his dues. he's so little and then she dances with him later um during the Is credit really? sequence Darbus Darbus dances with the um with the mascot and then dances with the little ki- with the kid with the watch. Oh my god! Yeah, it's really sweet. Um, <laughs> that's a good. I mean, many there are many good. Uh, it's not the funniest, probably decom, but there are. It has its moments. I would say. So I, I got a, a chuckle. Yeah. I got a hearty chuckle yes. out of <laughs> a hearty chuckle. A hearty ch- <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm out of notes. Yeah, I I think I think we've. Uh done it there so i guess the only question is do you want this d yeah yes 
Yes. Like, kind of? Yes. Kind of. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy watching this, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also wouldn't necessarily seek it out. Like... I would like to it's, play a yeah. drinking game with it. I would like to play some Ooh. kind of game. Um, that would be amazing. That would enhance this is such my, a good drinking game movie. Yeah, that would enhance my experience of yeah, um, yeah. That, that yeah, would be fun. Um. How much, Daniel? How I don't know. You haven't been on since we've done our. We have like a scale where you kind of take something in the movie and you describe uh, how that is equivalent to how much you want the the d if you will so for example i would say i want this d as as much as corbett as a chad loves novelty t-shirts oh that's a great slogan t-shirts because he wears Mm. them and everything or as much as he i want the d like he loves his basketball that is also in every scene with him yes Mm mm-hmm yeah, Emily, oh, do you have something? How much do you want the? How much you want the D? I'm trying to think of a moment, but I don't know if this necessarily represents how much I do want this D. But I'm going to say uh, as much as everyone auditioning for the musical that wasn't the two main groups were completely tone deaf. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, is everyone at the school tone deaf unless you're Ryan Sharpe or Troy Gabriella? Like, yeah, you're either Ryan and Sharpe or you're no one. That yeah. actually brings up a point. I don't want to belabor this, but like the reason we were, you guys brought up really good points about how like unfair it is that they kind of waltz in and just <laughs> get the, get uh-huh. the role, which it totally yeah. is. The reason that you kind of get away from it is, or they get away with it is because apparently the theater program is is Ryan and Sharpay, so you don't have anyone to yeah. root for. You're like, yeah, That's I it. want no. to see them get taken. Ryan less so, but I it's just, Ryan so clearly doesn't care. Sharpay's the only one who cares. Um, mm-hmm. so, they also say um, that they've done 17 school productions, and I'm yeah, just that like, is what <laughs> that is jaw dropping to me. How's that? that yeah, that schedule is that schedule exhausting. <laughs> they must so be working exhausting. year round, year round yeah. somehow. Uh, like, yeah. how do you do that? Yep, yep. I guess the school, if they have a winter musicale, then maybe they have one for every season. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus! Yeah. Usually, you can only get away with one a semester. We did like I know, right? Which... year. We, yeah. we did I one musical and then one play. Like... Yeah, that's that's the most most schools can do. Yeah, because we yeah my school we had a we did an ambitious my theater program was very uh, ambitious mm-hmm. and we did a fall drama a winter musical and a spring comedy. Oh wow! Um, I love that. So even like all four years, the max if like if you did all three shows, the max that you would do is um, what's four times three? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. 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 Wow. So. Maybe they are counting. This is like ridiculous to even be me continuing this conversation. But maybe she's counting like elementary school, middle school. Probably, right? I, I think they must be. Can, you can be in. How else? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking because they also say like uh, Sharpay has been in every place since kindergarten. Oh or... yes, maybe yeah. say that. Yes. So yeah. she's probably like they probably are counting like elementary and middle school stuff. I was in like. By the time I graduated high school, I was in something like 14 different things. Um, Mm. And that was like starting and starting when I was 11. So in seven years, you know, an average of a couple a year. 
Yes. That's a lot. We didn't very committed. We We had like a few when when you're in what we call primary school, um, which is up to sixth grade, Mm -hmm. every year they would do a like a show or a musical or something for our year. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was like the one thing you would do. And then after that, it was uh, there would be the musical, which you could do if you were in year nine and up. Um, mm. or and then they had some plays which were usually there was a play that was with one with a different boys school to the one that we did the musical with um, and that was like only for year 9 and 10 and then I think they would maybe have another play like there was maybe a Shakespeare or something that you could do but mm. that was kind of it so really it was the musical was the main thing so the main like Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So I think I worked on. What is that on, word? Wah. <laughs> I only worked on like six things, um, mm. and then I did a lot of stuff outside of school. I did think of something. I I want the D as badly as Coach Bolton wants to go left, <laughs> or wants Troy, wants Troy to go left. <laughs> yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Spectacular. I was gonna say okay. if you wanted it. As much as uh, uh, the basketball choreography, which I oh my god, I think it's great. I think that is a great song. It's a ridiculous song. The lyrics are about basketball, which is yeah hilarious. Ridiculous. It's really fun. Like that choreography is so like so. I don't even want to. I was gonna say athletic, but it's not really athletic. It's just like so. yeah <laughs> i don't even know what the word is. it's fun it's, it's really fun. fun it's really enjoyable and i i really love it like if i if i if this came out when i was in middle school and playing basketball at the time i totally would have been on the court doing that choreography mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what i mm-hmm. really want to know though is in the scenes where they were actually playing basketball um was that any good <laughs> like because right? I, I cannot tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he, I feel like the extent that we've ever seen them play basketball was either just talking about how good they have to be and how much pressure is on this game, or where they're just like tossing the ball to back to to one another, and it's just like, come on, harder, harder, go! Like, and it's like, yeah. what? you're not playing any basketball. I don't see anything going on. I'm like, I mean, I see the ball going into the hoop, but I don't you know, know if anything else you're doing is good. Like, you know right? What? It's like, like all lost on me. And the more you talk about it, the more I'm like, okay, they what they did with Gabriella's kind of kind of nebulous equations is what they're doing with the basketball, which is like this yes. was an afterthought. We will figure it right. out later. Nobody <laughs> cares. Like, as long we'll as the ball goes through the hoop, the, the kids won't realize yeah. that it's not very good. Like, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> totally, uh, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, this was great, Daniel. It do was. you have anything to plug? Um no, I wish I did. I mean, any, I, I any just like the typical artist you right want now. To throw out? Like... Oh yes, well if anyone wants to just like you know follow some you know hear some desperate tweets about my life, you know I think <laughs> mostly I just I tweet about how lonely I am and how much I am just so thirsty right now. You can follow me at what's what's my Twitter handle? Um, Is God, it I don't even the know. Artista? future emily just edit this or something <laughs> yes you can, you can follow me at the artister uh t-h-e-a-a-r-t-i-s-t-e-r mm-hmm. and i hope to not let you down excellent mm-hmm. 
You won't. You won't. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, And send us any questions, requests, whatever you will whatever you're into at talking about the D at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. great. It's been great. Yeah. What Thank a good, you so much for having me. What a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> great movie. My, my final uh, assessment is that it's a good movie <laughs> and uh, I had a good time watching this it. This was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Such a great time. Yep. All right. Okay. Oh, well. We'll um, end it there. So. Have a good Yay. day. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Yay. Yay.